0: Welcome to the first bonus episode of The Liminal Lands, what I'm planning on calling The Lost Tapes. Just a couple of quick things. This episode isn't meant to fit anywhere concrete in the storyline, and it's not going to progress the plot in any way. It is by no means required listening to enjoy the rest of the show. It's just a bonus to help pass the time in between my regular episode releases. Now with that explanation out of the way, please enjoy what I'm calling The Lost Tapes, Episode 1, Visitors from (sighs) Porlock. You know, this is the first time I've almost felt relaxed in a while. I've stopped at a spot here to take a break that... Well, me and my wife used to sneak off, to when we needed some time alone back whenever we were dating in high school. It's a spot my dad showed me a long, long time ago. Just a little clearing in the woods that a little creek runs through. Somehow, it makes me feel closer to him. Like, if I just knew how, I could get up from here and go home to find him waiting for me. I found a little music box in the bottom of my backpack. It came out of some toy or other of Willow's. Well, I was supposed to put it back in it for her, and I just never got around to it. How in the hell it found its way into my backpack, I'll never know. You know, the first thing I'm gonna do when I get home, I mean, after giving my family all the love I have to give, is find that toy and I'm gonna fix it for her seems almost pointless to me, or at least it did at the time, but it was important to her, so by God it's going to be important to me. dissonance of what seems important to one person and seems unimportant to the other makes me think about college. I took a few literature classes in college. Everyone had to. And I had this professor who made us memorize a bunch of poems throughout the year. That asshole made us meet with him individually and recite him for him. I hated it at the time. The rhyme of the ancient mariner. Child Roland to the Dark Tower came. The Raven. I honestly didn't see any point in memorizing them when it's literally only a matter of seconds to look him up. Back then, he swore we would thank him one day. And while I'm not that far yet, I will say I don't hate him as much right now as I did at the time. And the one he made us memorize that I keep thinking of, the one my mind keeps running back to lately. Is Kubla Khan, or A Vision and a Dream, a Fragment by Samuel Taylor Coleridge? Because everything that's been going on lately certainly has a almost dreamlike feel to it. In Xanadu did Kubla Khan, a stately pleasure dome decree, where Alph the sacred river ran, through caverns measureless to man, down to a sunless sea. So twice five miles of fertile ground, with walls and towers were girdled round. And there were gardens bright with sinuous reels, where blossomed many an incense-bearing tree. And here were forests ancient as the hills, and folding sunny spots of greenery. But oh, that deep romantic chasm which slanted down the green hill of the seedling seeding covering. A savage place. As holy and enchanted as air beneath a waning moon was haunted by a woman wailing for her demon lover, and from this chasm, with ceaseless turmoil seething, as if this earth in fast thick pants were breathing, a mighty fountain momentarily was forced. Amid whose swift half-intermitted burst, huge fragments vaulted like rebounding hail, or chaffy grain beneath the thresher's quail, and mid these dancing rocks at once and ever flung up momentarily the sacred river five miles meandering with a mazy motion, through wood and dale the sacred river wing, then reached the caverns measureless to man, and sank in tumult to the lifeless ocean. And mid this tumult Kubla heard from far, ancestral voices prophesying war. The shadow of the dome of pleasure floated midway on the waves, where was heard the mingled measure from the fountain and the caves. It was a miracle of rare device, a sunny pleasure dome, with caves of ice. A damsel with a dulcimer in a vision once I saw. It was an Abysian maid, and and on her dulcimer she played, singing of Mount Eborah. Could I revive within me her symphony and song to such a deep delight would win me. That with music loud and long I would build that dome in air, that sunny dome those caves of ice, and all who heard should see them there. And all should cry, beware, beware, his flashing eyes, his floating hair. Weave a circle round him thrice, and close your eyes with holy dread. For he on honeydew hath fed, and drunk the milk of paradise. There's a story that goes along with that poem. But uh, he said that it popped into his head, fully formed in a dream. But he lost the rest of the poem when a man from Porlock knocked on his door. Interrupting him while he was in the middle of riding it. This person from Porlock might or might not be an invention of Coleridge's created out of whole claw. But I sure could use him right now. Someone knocking on my door. Someone interrupting me, pulling me away from Xanadu. From this weird dream world. Come on, visitor from Porlock, Knock! anything else thank you if you've made it this far for listening to this bonus episode written and performed by Wayman the poem recited within is Kubla Khan or a vision in a dream a fragment by Samuel Taylor Coleridge. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider leaving me a like or review on your podcast program of choice. Or tell others about it. That's one of the best ways you can help a tiny indie podcast like mine to grow. Word of mouth is some of the only advertising we get. Again, I just wanted to thank you for listening. And please check the show notes for the various ways you can contact me or interact with me, including Twitter, my email, or joining my Discord server. So until next week, this is me saying I really need to come up with a cool signing off catchphrase. Oh wait, shoot. One last thing. I've been listening to the Moon Crown pod this week. You should give it a try.